Next Talk contains content of a mature nature. Parental guidance is advised. Welcome to Next Talk Radio with Mandy and Kim on AM630, The Word. Mandy is the author of Talk, and Kim is the director of Next Talk, a nonprofit organization helping parents cyber parent through open communication. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Find our video series and subscribe to our weekly podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk? Today's show is called Parenting in a Pandemic. Yes. I mean, everything's changed in a week since yeah. our last show. And we were looking at our show topics and we were like, okay, wait, we got to not proceed with the show topics that we were going to proceed with. Yeah. I mean, it's really important to us to be relevant. And especially in a time like this, we don't want to just put information out there. We want to equip and encourage you for the season. And as with any show that we do, we are not speaking from a place of being an expert. I don't think nope. anyone is an expert in being prepared in this situation. Um, we are coming alongside of you and we are speaking and writing in real time saying, mm-hmm. hey, this is what we are figuring out works for us and yeah. this doesn't. And these are just some red flags that we're watching for yeah. kind of thing. And so we kind of just wanted to do a show and um, just I feel like the first thing we need to say is like it's all right to be overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all right to feel panicked. Um I feel all those feelings, yeah. you know, but, but there's a but coming. We cannot get stuck there. Yeah. It's what you do with those feelings that counts. I mean, we, we have to move forward because, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, overnight we've become teacher, pastor, school counselor, healthcare screener. And I mean, if we're thinking about it, we're always those things, Yes, but we're not those things 24 seven. Mm-hmm. And we have other adults speaking into our kids as they go out into the world every day. We don't have that anymore. Yeah, we're all under one roof. <laughs> Fun! <laughs> your, your face. <laughs> it really I is. I got to tell you about the conversation we had at dinner last night. Oh boy, I can only imagine. Um, I, you know, I keep saying we have this easiest transition other than people who are full time homeschoolers because this is kind of how we roll most of the time, except. No dance, you know, no sports, well, and all even, of those things. Even your schedule, you're two days homeschool, two yes. days in school. So you yes. still have two days of quiet time by yourself for working no and that more. sort of thing. No more. You know, I'm, I called you yesterday and I was like, yeah. sister. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea how much you were juggling. Like I knew, but I didn't know. Yeah. Um, we tried to homeschool yesterday and 10 minutes in – I give my 12-year-old a wrong answer. Mm-hmm. My 16-year-old corrects me. Yeah. Like, I want to go hide in the closet yes. <laughs> because I'm like, I'm not equipped for this. Homeschooling will humble you we in were, many ways. We were, we were literally getting organized for five minutes. And then my daughter looks up at me and she's like, it's snack time. I need better popcorn. And she just gets up. And I'm like, I have no control of my classroom like, right now. <laughs> what is happening? Like, I've got to establish some guidelines here. <laughs> it is. I mean, everything has changed so quickly. And we're being thrown into these roles. And it's so easy in that moment. And in these moments of change to be really hard on ourselves. And that's just on top of the fear and the concern of not having toilet paper, uh, you know. <laughs> and chicken. I can't find chicken anywhere. I know. That's so fu- And my husband keeps saying washcloths. And I'm like, that's so gross. I'm not using a washcloth. We need toilet paper. For toilet? No. Yes. He's like, what? Okay. I saw this idea on social media. See, social media is good for some things. It said, pull out all your socks that don't have a match and put them in a basket. Get out of here. Just don't flush them in the toilet. Oh, <laughs> gross. I mean, why are we having this conversation? It's hard for me to wrap my mind around. It it's like we're in the twilight zone. But we still have to parent. 
I mean, that's the we thing. Do. We need to parent through, and we want to parent well through this. And but we don't have a, a playbook. We don't have a playbook. We don't have a script. And so we figured we can look at this in a few different ways. What can we do as parents spiritually, practically, and emotionally for ourselves and our kids during this time? Yeah, well, and I think the biggest thing is, like, we always say self-care is so important. Like, I I can't even – it's so important right now. But there's no time for it. And so, you know, we always hear that saying, you can't pour from an empty cup. And I guess that's why I'm saying, like, it's okay to feel overwhelmed and panicked. I mean, I know I texted you yesterday. And I said – by the end of the day, I mean, I had juggled work and school and all the things, and I was spiraling. Like, in my mind, I could feel myself getting way overwhelmed. Yeah. And I texted Kim, and we had a work thing to do, and I said, I got to take a walk. Yeah. Like, I, I need a minute. Yes. And it stilled my spirit, and God showed me some things. Yeah. Like, like, these are triggers for me, you know, growing up unstable, moving all the mm-hmm. time, and not mm-hmm. having a lot of money for things. Um, even though we're 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 great, you know, we my husband's job is fine, you know, we're moving along, like we don't anticipate like not having a paycheck like some people, yeah, right? Absolutely. We don't anticipate that. Um but it's a trigger for me and I had to recognize that and mm-hmm. God had to show me that. And so when I say move past the feelings, it's okay to feel all those things. They are real, but we do have to move forward. We, we yeah. can't get stuck in those feelings because we do have to parent. We do have to school. We homeschool now. Mm-hmm. And we do have to find toilet paper. Like, mm. it's all the things. It's all the things. So I think it's important what you're doing makes our first point is where are we turning? Are we turning to social media for truth and hope? Are we turning to friends? Are we turning to another news article? Or are we relying on God? I mean, that is the most important thing that we can do, not only for ourselves and our family, but our kids are watching us. And we want to show them that in the good and the bad times or in the times of uncertainty, he's our rock. He's who we stand on. Absolutely. Amen. You're preaching it. Um, Mm. One thing we started over at Next Talk, um, starting this past week, we have been reading a chapter of day with our kids. It's been so good. Oh, it's been so good. And at one o'clock every day, we post our favorite scripture from that day. And you can chime in what yours is. Um, but, you know, we, James 1 was Monday. So we're reading a chapter a day. It's five chapters. So this week is James. Um, and when we sat down to read James 1, um, m- what my 12-year-old son said just blew me away mm-hmm. he there's this verse in 14 and 15 and it basically says be careful about the sin that so easily entangles you and yeah. entices you and it pulls you away and it leads you to death and so what we do is we read the chapter on our own and then I say what verse took out like mm-hmm. what did you think about like mm-hmm. it's that simple right and when I did that he was like well verses 14 and 15 because like all I want to do all day is game but I know that's not healthy for me. And I feel like that's like a sin that's enticing me. Yes. And I know it's not going to be good for my mind. And then, you know, that led into, well, let's talk about our schedule and let's create some screen guidelines. And it wasn't me just dictating to them right. and then them getting mad at me. It was God allowing God through scripture to go through a process where my kids are seeing this on their own. I love that. And I think, you know, God can do that for us. And when we don't know where to turn, turn to God. And he's going to show us how to parent in this crazy world. And don't feel like your kids are too young to be a part of that kind of a discussion. Because, you know, I have a five-year-old up to a 10-year-old. And we've been going through James, too. And we circle around in the circle. We sit on the floor and take turns reading it. And then because they're younger, we stop and say, 
what do you think that means? You know, how do you think that applies to us? And we've oh, had that's some, good. So you don't read the whole chapter because no, it's too much, too for, much them. for little ones. That's awesome. Just read a couple of lines, that's a couple a good of little verses. tip for younger parents. Yeah, because yeah. they can't process all of that at one time and make sure that they're understanding and telling you back. And today was awesome. We um, talked about the tongue. Us too. Yes. Today was chapter three, and it was fantastic because it's real life. I mean, you know, sisters and brothers and mom and dad and all of that. How many times do we say things that harm and hurt? And we talked about the verse and how we could maybe tweak our tone and the things that we say. And it ended up being like a 40-minute little Bible study that I meant to have like 10 minutes. It was fantastic. So that is what happened kind of last night for dinner. We started talking about getting on each other's nerves and how we're in these close quarters. We don't get a break from each other anymore. And so what does that look like? And we were talking about how... You know, just some coping mechanisms that when we feel like we're getting ready to scream at somebody, maybe just walk away, yep. you know, breathe, just as little so you're prepared for it. Absolutely. And that, and I told my kids, it's not bad if you feel like you hate me right. Like, you know, like sure. we're all going to get on each other's nerves right now. And so we need to give each other grace. But this morning when we were reading about the tongue, mm-hmm. it says something about like um, – a spark will set a, on fire, like yes, a forest fire. that was a big one. And we had just had that conversation last night about getting on each other's nerves. And so mm-hmm. this morning when we read that, we were like, oh, that's what we were talking about last night. Yes. Like right Real now, life. we can say really harsh words to each other that could crush each other yes. and not be kind. And we have to take that into account. And that's what I mean by like not letting your feelings take over. Yeah. You know, you're going to – they're going to get on your nerves. Yeah. I mean, we're on day three and I'm like, what – like, I got to listen to this again. You know, what? we're going to get on each other's nerves. But like, recognize that and mm-hmm. then realize not to respond in emotion yeah. or saying things that you're going to regret because you're never yeah. going to get those back. You're not. And so really, if we can keep our focus and our kids focus on God, all of those uncertain feelings, it helps us process it and talk it through. Um, I love Isaiah 26, three to four. You, meaning God, you will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. Trust in the Lord always, for the Lord God is the eternal rock. That's a great scripture. Yeah, like no matter what is going on, who knows? This thing is changing day by day. Keep your focus on Jesus. Well, and I think it's uh, Philippians 4.13, you mm-hmm. know, I can do all things through God who gives me strength. Mm-hmm. Yesterday when I went on my walk, when I felt my, myself spiraling and mm-hmm. I felt like I'm such a failure at homeschooling, I can't do this, I'm yeah. not equipped. Like yeah. I, that's what I was feeling, all those yeah. things. Like I'm not cut out for this, God, mm. you know. Um the thing that I kept hearing in my heart was, you're stronger than you think. You're stronger than you think. And I just kept thinking about 413 because it's not in my strength. It's yeah. in his strength. Yeah. And once I submit to that, you know, I, I, I feel like I can do it. Yeah. And it's one step at a time. You know, next week may look totally different than what this week looks like. And that has to be okay. Yeah. It's hard for people like me. I'm an Enneagram mm-hmm. one. And so I'm a planner. <laughs> and like anytime I feel... Like the world Chaos. is spinning yeah. and there's no plan. And the island is dirty. Yeah, the island is not clean. That's my <laughs> thing. I need a clean island, yes. right? The whole house can be chaos, but the island in the kitchen has to be clean. Yes, I totally get that. No, I have the same thing. So, but you know, last night was funny because my husband came home from work and he, I was like, listen, I'm spiraling. Like, you know, I texted Kim, I went on a walk, I'm spiraling. And he's like, what do you need me to do? And I was like, I need you to spend time with the kids for two hours. Like, I need a minute. Yeah. And he's like, I got it. We're going to watch a movie. And I was like, great. 
that allowed me to get laundry done because we ran out of towels yesterday too. So that yes. was like we were all in a panic. We ran out of underwear. Because we're out of schedule and yeah. so I've forgotten to do laundry at all. I know, this. girl. Like, same life. I did seven loads. Ridiculous. Right? Yeah. And so last night for two hours, he took the kids, watched a movie. I was able to do laundry. I was able to sit down and just look at my planner and realize everything that shifted and moved and mm-hmm. what I need to redo for work mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just woke up so refreshed because yeah. I feel like, okay, there are, as a one, there's things I want to control. So find little things you can, I can control my laundry and it makes me feel better when it's done. Yes. So like find those, I know that sounds so silly, but find those little things that you do have control over. You know, you can maintain your schedule. You can, you can create a new schedule, find something that works. If you're just now tuning in, this is Next Talk Radio at 2 p.m. on AM 630, The Word. Next Talk Radio is sponsored in part by the PAX Financial Group and listeners just like you. Everything we do at our nonprofit to keep kids safe online is accomplished through your donations. To support our organization, go to nexttalk.org and click on Give. There's big news if you are an investment client of USAA. Just recently, USAA announced that a Cleveland, Ohio corporation has entered into an agreement to purchase USAA Asset Management. They have always been an exceptional organization and will continue to serve our community well. But if you are considering a change, this might be the right time to look at San Antonio's PAX Financial Group. 210-881-5700, paxfinancialgroup.com. Investment advisory services offered through PAX Financial Group. Today we're talking about parenting in a pandemic. Um, it's, you I can't know, believe we're here. It's so weird. Like, the fact that we're doing this show is just wild. It is. It is like the Twilight Zone. I keep saying that. But I keep looking around and trying to do things in a normal way, and you just can't. But you still have to parent. Dude, I drive down 281, and I'm like, yeah. where are the people? Yeah. Like, f- yeah. for once in our entire life in San Antonio, you can get down 281. With no traffic. <laughs> Amazing. So we started out, we're talking about, like, different ways to approach this, spiritually, practically, emotionally. We started out talking about relying on God. Like that is number one most important that we need to do through this, not only for ourselves and our family, but to model it for our kids. On the practical side, you mentioned, which I thought was great, like do something you can control because the world feels so out of control right Mm -hmm. now. You know, if it's laundry, whatever. Organize a closet. Organize a closet. Whatever helps you feel better. Yes. Just don't try to control people. That's not good. No, that's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Another one that I am a big fan of is create a schedule. Yes. You have to make a new norm here. Structure is going to maintain our sanity, I think. Absolutely. And kids need structure. That's how they flourish. They feel safe. Because it makes them feel safe and centered. And their world usually revolves around a structure and a schedule. So create a new one that works for your family. One of the things I realized with especially my middle son, he needs to know what to expect now and later in the day. So the schedule gives him peace. You know, he has to have a plan. So I have I have a, a kid like that, too. Yeah. And, you know, what I found, we sat down together as a family and yes. came up with a schedule on Monday. Um, and we, you know, here's what I said. I said, look, Monday through Friday, we have to stay productive. We yeah. have to get our minds going. We have to have exercise. We have to we have to learn. We yes. can't get complacent because our minds are a muscle. and We got to keep exercising it. Right. And so I said, we're going to come up with a schedule together. So we did that. OK. Two days later. It's not working. Right. My son's coming to me and he's like, listen, 
I need a little bit of Fortnite time in the morning too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have any screens until afternoon. Mm-hmm. All my friends are online in the morning mm-hmm. and I want to talk to them. Yeah. So I said, okay, we can make that adjustment. And I think that we just have to be willing to be flex. And what I said to him was this. I said, listen, we don't have to stick to the exact schedule. Right. But what, what if we think about it like in slots? So, like, right now, when you're at the dining room table, that's kind of become our homeschool area, right? right? So, when we're there, no phones are over there. It's that time. Yeah. And then we think of, okay, we're going to sit here for two hours and try and do something. Yeah. And then when you go play Fortnite, you go go in there. That's an hour of screen time. So, instead of, like, very detailed schedule yes. where we cannot move, we're thinking of it, about it now in slots. I like that. Yeah. And I think that's the point. You have to do something that works for your family. Yes. And the age of your kids. And work. Like some yeah. people work at home. Some people still are leaving to work. Some people usually leave home and now are working at home. So you've got to make it work for whatever your specific situation is and be willing to flex and change as this thing continues to change. The other thing about our schedule is we treat Monday through Thursday like school days. So that means yes. bedtime during school days. Same here. So um, we're not staying up till midnight every day and sleeping in. Like yes. that's, you can do that on the weekend. Mm-hmm. And I've gotten slack from it for my teenager, you know, yeah. like. They're late sleepers. Their mind goes, you know, but I'm like, no, we're going to continue on in our schedule because I think this is going to help us. You can sleep in on Saturday till noon. We don't have anywhere to go now. And in that same regard, you know, part of our schedule is getting up, make your bed, get dressed, brush your teeth, just like you would going to school. Because my kids would stay in their PJs all day on the couch. Stay in PJs. We, you know, it just for us, it makes us feel cozy and cuddly. And so we can't get into school mode. So this is, this is so, there's no right or wrong here. Exactly. It's just like homeschooling, private school, public school. When you give your kid a phone, there's no right or wrong. You have to do what works for your family. Your family, your choice. We always say that. So one other thing before we move, talk about schedule. Yeah. Be careful about screens in bedrooms still. Yeah. You know, and, and being very particular about that bedtime. Kids need downtime away from screens. Yes. One of the things my husband pointed out to me was he was like, Mandy, our kids are getting information on the news through social media. We didn't have that. Like if we if we had been in a pandemic when we were younger, we mm-hmm. wouldn't have known anything but what our parents told us. Yes. But your our kids are getting access to everything. Yes. So because my kids are older, one of the things we've started doing is we watch the press conferences together. Mm-hmm. And then we go to the CDC website. Like I show them where to get the accurate information. That's good. So that they're not getting all the stuff from social media. Yeah. Um, but that also goes into allow for social media slot time mm-hmm. and don't do it at bedtime. Like yes. they don't need to be feeding social media and all the panic and people are going to die at yes. bedtime. It's just not good for it. It's not healthy it's for not anybody. It's not good for anybody. Yes, yeah. exactly. I can't even do that. No, like, yeah. we need a break from it. Yes. And I mean, going to that point, use screens during this time for good, but be really aware of what's going on on the screens. Um, I got a call the other day from a mom and she was like, you will not believe what just happened. And I said, okay. Um, she had a text come through on her phone and it said, San Antonio restaurants are closing due to Corona. Uh, click here on the map to see all the area restaurants that are closed. And she thought, oh, that's so helpful because they were eating out a lot. And her parents are older and they eat out a lot. Like they have food delivered or whatever. So she was like, oh, this will be so great. And she was busy. So she just forwarded it to her parents. A little while later, when she was done with whatever task she was doing, she clicked on the link and it took her to a naked man. It was pornography. It was spam. And she had sent it out to her parents and family. And she was about to send it out to our mom group. 
and I can totally see my son who sometimes like when we're in the car, he'll want to look something up or whatever being like, oh, and it was from a trusted person being like, oh, so and so sent this. We should see what's closed. And then, boom, he would have been exposed. So unfortunately, people take advantage of these times and they will do anything to to mess up what could be good. And so we have to be really aware and careful. Listen, we do not want our kids to develop a porn habit yes. because of this shutdown. Yes. We have got to be careful of this. Um, it, it is a real is a real threat to our kids. Absolutely. Um, you know, my kids are on screens. They're meeting up with their friends on Fortnite. <laughs> I joke with my son. I'm like, it's a playgroup without the germs. He's like, don't call it a playgroup. Play group, I'm yeah. in middle school, you know. But it is, right? Um, but, so what we did is we revisited our guidelines yep. about you cannot talk directly with a stranger online, only your friends. Yep. And so we just revisited that. And then when you told me about that story about the restaurant and mm-hmm. the link, I reiterated to them, you do not click on a link that comes through from somebody you do not know. Mm-hmm. And I told them the story. Mm-hmm. And so just revisiting some of those guidelines yeah. about what this looks like. And again, this isn't like don't do this, don't do that. It's explaining the why Mm -hmm. so they understand this is for your protection of your heart and mind. Absolutely. I I think it's really important to just revisit, you know, those guidelines, like you said, about the dangers. Also, how much time, depending on the age of your kids, when they're younger, you probably want to have a set time limit. Again, your family, your choice, but having those clear guidelines ahead of time and making sure everyone's on the same page so you're not constantly getting after them. And then in the same respect, we've talked about this before, um, let's say for us, screens go off at 6 o'clock because that's dinner time. And if I walk in at 6 and I just take the controllers and turn off the TV, it's not going to go over well. You know, sometimes they're like finishing a level or whatever. And if we can have that kind of respect in that moment, they're more apt to follow your guidelines and be on board. Absolutely. So working through those things, is just going to be a process. Well, and you know, for my older kids, we really don't have time limits because during the school year, they're so busy. They don't have enough time to be on social media. And I have had to talk with them a lot more about it, about why we need why we need some limits. And listen, and I've and I've been very honest with them. I've said, listen, I want you to be mature enough to self manage right now Mm -hmm. and I think it's really important that you know how to self-regulate but if you're not I'm gonna step in because I'm not gonna let you be on social media for eight hours a day yeah like it's not healthy and when the when the pandemic first broke and all this stuff was happening um, I was on social media for a lot, like getting updates and stuff. And my husband looked at me at the end of the day. I, I know yours did too. Same. <laughs> we have the same life sometimes. <laughs> and he's he grabbed my hand. He was like, I love you, but you need to turn that off. Yes. Like I can I can see how it's affecting you. Yes. Um, and so now I use that as an example with my kids. Yeah. You know, when I have to kind of step in because they are old enough and I, I hate to like just lay down guidelines like Mm -hmm. they're old enough to make their own decisions right but in this unprecedented time I think we're going to need to absolutely so you know being at home a lot being on electronics probably a lot more um, staying under the same roof we got to change it up guys do something new within the routine make some time to do something you've been wanting to do you know all those things you're like oh we should do this but that list kind of piles up and a lot of times we're like we just don't have time Now's the time. Yeah. Do some of those things. Check some things off. We've been rotating through cooking. Like I'll have one help me make lunch, one help with dinner, or we'll try a new recipe. Read a book alone or together. Yeah. You know. Well, the Bible. We're reading it together. Reading you the know? Bible together. Yes. Um, um, board games. Board games. Yeah. Card games. House projects. Um, the thing we've been doing is making funny dance videos and texting yes. them to the grandparents. So fun. They love them. 
um, you know, give the dogs a bath. You know, we never do that. <laughs> That's a great idea. We never do that at home. And yeah. that we made a list the other day and they're like, well, the dogs really need a bath, you know? And yes, I'm like, great. So we can all, this can be great. It's a grooming, you know, learning how to groom our dog yes. project. Right? And get outside. Yeah. You don't have to stay inside. Get outside, get some fresh there's air, so play some many. basketball. And there's lists everywhere. Just yeah. Google lists, yes. like 100 things to do with your kids. All the mom bloggers are putting them out there. Yeah. Like They're everywhere. Yeah. Um. We do need to talk about emotionally, like how to talk to your kids. And I, I don't think we have a lot of time left on this show to do it, which is okay. I feel like we kind of need to bring in a professional counselor for this yeah. and help you guys. And so we're going to do that and then hopefully, you know, um, have that show following this one. But but one thing that I that I have learned about talking to my kids about this is ask them how they're doing. Yep. You know, I it dawned on me the other day when I was spiraling and out of the blue, like you texted me and you're like, are you OK? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I haven't taken the moment to ask my kids if they're just OK. Mm-hmm. How are you feeling about this? Like, yeah. what do you think about this? And if you have littles that aren't on social media, like you may even say, what do you think? I mean, what do you know about this? They may yeah. not even know what's going on. Yeah. You know, my kids are a little bit more in the loop because they're, you know, they're seeing it all. Yeah unfold online check in not only once but often because this is changing and even if you have younger ones it's going to affect them differently as we move along and as they notice their home longer and older ones without that social connection and their schedule changing just a lot is going to change so check in now and often don't be afraid guys Um, god is on his throne and um he is going to use this for good i'm praying that deuteronomy 23 5 use all this bad stuff for good amen thanks for joining us on next talk radio with mandy and kim on am 630 the word you are not alone trying to figure out how to parent in this digital world we are here with practical solutions to help you follow us on facebook instagram and twitter Find our video series and podcast at nexttalk.org. Are you ready for the next talk?